Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play at Walt Disney World Resort. Picture this. It's Saturday morning and you're on your John Deere compact tractor. You're effortlessly breaking ground on your new landscaping project. Next, you're moving piles of rocks just by moving a lever. And now, you're enjoying the warmth of the sun as you clear brush across your pasture. We could keep trying to put you in the moment, but to really understand everything you can do with a John Deere compact tractor, you just have to get in the seat. Learn more at johndeere.com slash get in the seat or visit a dealer near you. Through 25 seasons... 4,561 episodes. I believe The Oprah Winfrey Show was one of the greatest classrooms in the world. I really never thought of it that way. The aha moments, the breakthroughs, the LOLs, the connections, the occasional ugly cry. I miss him so terribly. I miss him every single minute. The moments that mattered. The eye-opening life lessons. Never allow them to take you somewhere else. I'm bringing them back. It's time to open the vault. I've personally chosen these classic episodes to share with you again. Every single person you ever will meet shares that common desire. They want to know, do you see me? Do you hear me? Does what I say mean anything to you? You are listening to The Oprah Winfrey Show, the podcast. Can I afford this? Susie Orman is back, and we recently did a show where Susie answered that question, can you afford this? We got a big response from you at home asking if Susie would now approve or deny your purchases. And this time around, we have a few family feuds to settle. So we all know that Susie does not sugarcoat anything. So fasten your seatbelts for another ride. Let's get started. Ken and I have been married for 12 years in June. Been living in this house for 10 years. We have three wonderful children. We have a nine-year-old son and twin seven-year-old girls. Our one twin daughter has Down syndrome, which is brings a little extra work to our family. With having the three children, it's really, uh, it's been taxing on us. It just seems like we never get a chance to uh, be alone and, and be together. And, you know, just talk things out, just not on the same page. I don't put Ken first. I don't even put myself first. My children are first and foremost in our life. And, you know, I don't think that's a good way to build a marriage or a life either. That, you know, you kind of cast the other person aside. We both want to be with the children, but we want to do things differently. Have a good day. Be careful. We've both agreed that this marriage is over with, but unfortunately we cannot afford to financially divorce and move on with our lives. Ken and I have been living in separate rooms since last November. He lives down the hall in what used to be our home office, and it's very difficult living under the same roof. Sometimes it's like walking on eggshells, and uh, you bring up the wrong thing or something happens, and that's when the heart, ill feelings come out. Day after day after day, it's just, it's been a challenge. In April of this year, we went and signed our separation papers, and within a year, we will be legally divorced. I think if Ken and I separated, we'd both be more relaxed and we'd be happier people. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or... 
get goofy officially, step up like a boss and save the day, or see what life's like under the tree of life. Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. At Amica Insurance, we know it's more than just a house. It's your home. The place that's filled with memories. The early days of figuring it out. To the later years of still figuring it out. For the place you've put down roots, trust Amica Home Insurance. Amica, empathy is our best policy. So Deb is here, and her husband Ken is home taking care of their three kids. So your question for Susie is? Ken has found out that he'll be losing his job, and obviously we cannot afford to maintain separate households. So, so the question is, can Deb afford to get divorced? And so you've done everything possible. You and Ken have done everything to try to keep it together. And this is a final decision. You absolutely, counseling everything, you're going to split up, correct? Mm -hmm. uh, We've had counseling. We've had counseling. Mm -hmm. All right, so question is, show us the money, what you currently have going on. As you look at this, what we have is we have a combined monthly income of $4,500 a month. However, Ken has just lost his job. So what all of you are going to see is you are going to see this income very shortly go down to $1,645 a month, which is approximately exactly what Deb makes. All right. Their current expenses that are not going to go down are $4,300 per month. So right now, they have a little bit of monthly excess. However, they currently also have $10,000 of credit card debt. So all of you, I ask you right now to think about this very seriously. They don't have money currently to get divorced. When the income goes down to $1,645 a month, does Deb then have the money to get divorced? What did you all say? Let's see what the, the audience said. Okay, Susie, what'd you say? The question on the screen is, can Deb afford a divorce? I truthfully think, in answer to that question, this is a two-part answer, okay. that Deb can afford a divorce. She has been approved. And the way that she could do this is... You, Susie, have approved her. Yes. Can she afford not to, emotionally speaking? Can she afford, afford not, not to? to? Is what I think the true question is, because you saw in the videotape yeah. A woman who said she never puts herself first. How old are you? 43. 43. How much longer are you going to stay in a situation that you know is absolutely over because you think you don't have the money to leave? So you stay there for money. You lose your soul for money. You lose your children in terms of not understanding what's happening for money, is money worth that? The truth of the matter, we're going to have tremendous financial difficulty anyway. As soon as Ken loses the job, they're not going to be able to keep the home. They're not going to be able to keep the car payments. They're not going to be able to do anything on that. So in this particular situation, if they were to sell the house, mm -hmm. there is enough equity in the house to pay off their mortgages 
for them to have $10,000 extra to pay off the credit card debt and for them each to have $5,000 to start over in renting an apartment. Deb could rent an apartment for about seven or $800 a month and on everything else that I figured for her, she could live in that apartment with her children and make it for $1,645 a month, also assuming that one day Ken will have to pay child support when he does get a job and things like that. And they can leave, live separate for a little bit until they then feel, how does it really feel to be without each other? I'm willing to try it. I mean, You're willing to try it? Because mm -hmm. you want to be divorced? I think we need to be separate to find out what we both need. Bingo, what she just said was bingo. Yeah. They need to be separate so they can find out how they each feel. So if you have a child going to college soon, you may be in for some serious shock. Meet Kathy and Jamie. They are running out of time to agree on how they're gonna pay for their daughter's tuition. Our daughter Alex is heading off to college next year and only seems to be looking at schools that cost $40,000 a year. My husband told her she can go wherever she wants and is considering taking out a $160,000 loan to pay for it. I think it's our responsibility to pay for her education. I would mortgage my home seven times over to send my daughter to the college of her choice. I don't understand paying a gazillion dollars for college when Alex doesn't even know what she wants to study. And we have another daughter coming up for college in two more years. I think Kathy's being unrealistic. We simply can't afford college without loans. I work hard for us to live within our means so that we can retire someday, and I don't want to go into debt over this. Well, Kathy and Jamie are here. Their daughters, uh, Alex and Molly, are uh, in our audience. Hi, guys. Okay, show Susie the money, right? Yes, yeah, so mine. we need $160,000. Actually, if you think about it, we need $320,000, because you're not gonna do something for one versus the other, but we'll just deal with one right now. Our monthly income's about 6,500. Our living expenses are 6,300. Uh, we have an emergency fund of 9,000, and we have college funds of 7,500 right now. So my real question to you, because I already know Mama doesn't want to do this. Mama, you're both in your 50s, correct? 50, 51? Yes. All right, so we're, we're 50, 51. Where are you going to get $160,000, just out of curiosity? I, I fully assumed that I would borrow from a school loan the $160,000 I needed for Alex and the next $160,000 I needed for Molly. And I fully assumed that we wouldn't have the wherewithal to adjust our monthly income, monthly lifestyle. And so we would simply borrow the money and pay for it as we could. And after, I'd fully assumed to pay for the loan over time. All right, that sounds logical, right? A daddy who really, really wants to send the two of you to school at all costs. Here is the question back. You're gonna show I, us what their college loan payment would be? I most certainly am. <laughs> Everybody, though, first I want you to look at this. If they take out a loan for $160,000, it'll be a plus loan with the government. It will be 8.5% interest. Over 30 years, they will pay $1,275 per month and the interest that they will pay over those 30 years, I want the two of you to be looking at this, this is for you, is $300,000. So not only will daddy and mommy having to be paying every month on one child till they are 80, <laughs> very shortly they are going to be paying 25, 26, 
$1,500 a month for 30 years. And I just want to say this, if you remember back to the first slide, right now they're bringing in as much as they have going out. Can they afford it is the question. So we're not going to have the audience vote on this when Susie has something else in mind. Let's t tell us what it is. Because here's the thing. This is a family issue. This really is. Do you, the two of you, want to do this to your parents? Do you think they can really afford it? Do you want to do this to your family as well? I want the four of you to take out your little voting machine. <laughs> and I want the four of you as a family, I want you to give this great thought. Can daddy and mommy, can you afford the tuition, which will cost $2,500 a month for 30 years for the two of you? Please vote. You will vote one for yes. You will vote two for no. <laughs> <laughs> And that's why we're here. <laughs> Even after hearing it, you still think yes? Yes. Where are you going to get the money, the 2500 extra a month? One of the questions I had for you was, should I forego my retirement savings for the next 30 years and put it into college payments? So here's my question for Wait you. Wait a minute. What are you all going to do in college? Where, where, what are you planning on doing? Uh, well, I'm going to start out in education and see where that takes me, possibly going into the ministry or something like that. I'm not quite for sure. Okay. To make 30 or 40,000 a year. Yeah, I mean, I think that's an important question. I mean, yeah. it's not like you have a specified desire for a specific career as yet. You want to go to college and kind of figure out what you want to do. Yeah. yeah. And that's why you voted no for him to do it right. this way, right? Because there are lots of other colleges that don't cost 40,000 a year. No. Yes. Yeah. And you ask, should you postpone your retirement? You have $9,000 in savings. You're 50 years of age. I know that you have $300,000 in a retirement account. But $300,000 today in a retirement account, if you're not going to add any more to it, and the markets continue like the markets are continuing to do. Isn't this scaring you, the markets? Mm -hmm. Not a bit. Yes, it is me. And I, I have no control over it. That's the hardest part. They're going to go to college, or they would like to go to college. This stuff is all snowballing at me. There's just not much I can do. Okay. I get that you feel that way, but they don't have to go to a $40,000 a year college. <laughs> and, and I just have to say that the two of you, would you not think that I was a seriously successful woman? My mommy and daddy couldn't afford to send me to college at all. My mama was a secretary. She barely was making it. My dad was sick. I had to work three jobs to go to the University of Illinois in Champaign-Urbana. And I got news for you. I am so much more wealthy today than my friends that went to private schools. I can't even get <laughs> So do I want you to postpone your retirement? I do not. Do I want you to take loans out that you cannot afford? I do not. So are you approved or are you denied with the utmost love and respect for all of you, knowing that there are other choices? You are, from my heart, denied. Denied. <laughs> Susie Herman is settling some family feuds today. Next on the docket is an old story. Boy meets girl, they fall in love. Girl wants a diamond ring and a dream wedding. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. 
Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. Every day, our world gets a little more connected. But a little further apart. But then, there are moments that remind us to be more human. Thank you for calling Amica Insurance. Hey, uh, I was just in an accident. Don't worry, we'll get you taken care of. At Amica, we understand that looking out for each other isn't new or groundbreaking. It's human. Amica, empathy is our best policy. My boyfriend Eric and I have been together for over two years. We want to get married, but he won't buy an engagement ring until I give him our wedding budget. I majored in finance and I'm a big planner. I'd like to propose soon, but I'm worried how we're going to pay for the wedding. My parents are retired. I wouldn't feel comfortable taking money from them. We have different views on what our wedding should be. I think we should do something low-key, with 100 people or less. But there are 95 people in my family alone, so needless to say, it's going to be big. I figure we're both young, motivated people, and we'll make the money back one day. A wedding only happens once in a lifetime, and I want the fantasy. So my question is, can we afford my dream wedding? Okay, Anastasia, hi, and Eric, join us from our home audience via Skype from their living room in Orange County, California. So your question for Susie is whether or not you can afford it. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Well, my question back to you is, how much is the wedding that you want? Now, I did some research, and just so you know, for like 100, 200 people where you are, it's like $50,000 minimum for that. So what are you thinking about spending, just so the audience knows? Him or I? <laughs> Girlfriend, it isn't a him or I anymore. It is a we. It is a we, isn't it? I want about 20000 and he hopes for about five. Well, first of all, Susie, she's hoping to have under 200 people at the wedding. I'm hoping we can get away with just 100. Impossible. $5,000 for under 100? No, you're looking at 20000 for a wedding like that you're looking at 50,000 for a wedding like she wants. So you're looking between 20 and $50,000. Otherwise you are eloping. <laughs> for $5,000 you are eloping. Okay, let's, let's figure out first of all, how many people are really coming? Cause that really determines the budget. We did a list and about 150 and that's cutting out people. Who are not gonna appreciate it now that they are being cut out. <laughs> Forget the relatives, forget the friends. Cause all I care about is the money. Right, so because if you don't have the money, it doesn't matter who you're going to invite. So show me the money. Let's see. How much money do you actually have? Tell me about it. Well, Susie, um, we have about $7,800 a month in income. Yeah. A month, monthly expenses, about $7,700. Yes. Which is uh, in excess. We have a surplus of almost $200 a month. Total credit card debt, um, about 16000 Student loan debt, about 29000 And the emergency fund, depending on whether the market is up or down, about $18,000. So the question I have to ask you, as I have to ask everybody, is how are you going to pay for this? Whether it's $5,000 or $50,000, how are you going to pay for this? That's the million-dollar question. <laughs> well, let me tell you another million-dollar question, because I just have to point something out. Oprah, 
Do you see this $29,000 of student loan debt? Yeah. Do you know that before the show, this actually was 78, oh, look, 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 look at her. Yes, all right. This was $7,800 of student loan debt until I, of course, went through their credit reports line by line and discovered $21,000 of student loan debt that Anastasia, had you told Eric about? He found out this morning from the producer. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> no problem, but there's another thing that I found out. You also, oh, look at this. You also told me that you had only $6,000 of credit card debt. You told that to the producers. I also went through your credit report and you have $12,000 of credit well, card debt. Well, a couple of it, oh, and I told the producers, the car isn't mine, a Sears isn't mine, and the other one, it was for some teeth work. And doesn't matter and what, it, doesn't matter what it was for. It's on card. your credit card with your name, so Eric, you now have $6,000 more of credit card debt you didn't know, $21,000 more of student loan debt you didn't know. I'll take so it what, to you. So he's $27,000 more in debt than he was this morning? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Good Lord. Okay, audience, you're voting. Anastasia and Eric want to know if they can afford a wedding. The audience just voted. And let's see, see your score here. Well, <laughs> where are the 12% of the people? <laughs> you said yes. Thank you. Yeah. Where are the 12% that said, who said yes? You said yes up there? Hi, tell me why you said yes. I voted yes. They could afford a wedding, but maybe not the what her dream wedding. I think a wedding is a day. The important thing is the person you're marrying and you want to be with them and your commitment to them. It's not the day and the thousands and thousands of dollars you're going to spend on that day. Get married if you want to get married. I've got to get this clear. You think they can afford a $20,000 no, wedding? That's not what I said. The question is, can they afford a wedding? Yes. Oh. You can afford right. a wedding. If you want to get married, get married. But don't make it millions and thousands and thousands no, of dollars. No, but we just don't know. But you, you didn't listen clearly if this were a test. <laughs> because Susie said, in order for them to have the amount of people they want to have at the wedding, Minimally, they're going to have to pay twenty thousand. Well, you can't up two feet. You cannot have two hundred people for five thousand dollars. You got to eat. And what I'm saying is that alternate, do an alternate wedding plan. You know, there's cheaper options. Have a family dinner. Have a have something smaller because the important thing is I want to be married to the love of my life and right. the person who's important okay. to me. Okay. All right. You got to feed them. All right. And and you. All right. <laughs> oh well, this one's really easy. You're denied again, big time. And the reason is this, you have nothing in savings. The $18,000 you have in savings isn't your money. How much do you owe in credit card debt, in student loan debt? Here's what has to stop everybody. If you have debt, you don't have savings. Do you have money? Do you not have money? Do you have money? Do you not have money? Savings is when you don't have any debt. Truthfully, so if anything happens to either one of you, we have problems. But I'm going to just say this out of the utmost love and respect for both of you. We have bigger problems than whether you can afford a wedding or not. We have problems in that you have got to tell your husband. You have got to tell your wife's to be. What you owe, you don't owe. What you have, you have got to be honest about your money. Anastasia. I know. He looked at my credit report. I was just kind of saying some things about it. <laughs> so, so what do we do? Do we, do we elope? What, 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 what should we do? I think you elope, but before you even elope, 
and you get married, you better, honest to God, have an honest discussion about what you have, you don't have, and how Eric feels about you not telling him the truth about your financial situation. Yeah, because you shouldn't get married and get surprised with somebody else's debt. You know what I'm yeah. saying? You should, that should not happen. And it's during the engagement stage, it's all kind of fun and isn't this lovely, but it is a really serious issue. Two or three years down the line, you know, this is the same kind of situation where women are hiding things from their husband. Yeah. They're buying things and leaving them in the car and putting them in the trunk. Y'all know what I'm talking about. <laughs> So your husband doesn't know that you're racking up more, you know, credit card debt. You know, that's what you're talking about, right? Now, yeah. in her in her defense, this is more of a rounding error than getting blindsided completely. I I was I was pretty well aware of of the but think before you talk here. Yeah. Think before you talk. I heard the responses from the producers when you were told this morning that what happened? She had twenty one thousand. Don't go saving her. I'm trying to save your relationship. Isn't he being I, a great guy? He's yeah. being the great guy he is, though. Yeah. He's coming to yeah. him. Yeah. Yes, but yeah. yeah. Anastasia and Eric, thank you very much. Food for thought, Susie Orman. Thank you. I, I pay attention to Susie. Moving on. The kitchen is the heart of the home. It's where uh, we spend most of our time, no matter what goes on in the house. Don't you always end up in the kitchen? It's amazing how that always happens. Doesn't every woman want a nice bathroom? My husband, David, and I moved here 14 years ago. We bought this home that was built in the 1960s. We loved it. Our family started to grow. We have three children now, and we just find that we are cramped for space. There are two major parts of our home that we feel we need to expand on. It's the kitchen and bathroom. This is for Mica City. This is the only bathroom in the home. We're really looking to get rid of the blue toilet and the blue sink and make it more modern. The other problem is it's so tiny that the five of us don't fit. In the morning, we're trying to get ready for school and work, and children are brushing their teeth and um, doing their hair. It's really tight. This room is just as bad. This room is entirely for mica. We have a lovely 1960s linoleum kitchen floor. Our appliances are a beautiful golden yellow hue. The microwave is another um, antique in our kitchen. This is, we're not sure how old it is, but the lights don't work and the buttons, some of them are, you know, old and decrepit. So we try to make use of, of this as often as we can because of our burner here. We only have one that works. During a meal time, our kitchen's so small that while I'm sitting, I can grab another fork, I can put my dish in the sink, I can throw our garbage away, and the whole kitchen can be cleaned from the seat of my chair. So uh, in one respect, it, it is a little funny, but on the other hand, it's, it's just not practical. Okay, Holly and David join us from that swinging 60s kitchen in their home <laughs> in Greenville, Rhode Island. Hi. 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 I hear you guys don't agree on remodeling. You don't? No, we don't. Okay. We have been talking about this for about eight years now, and our friends and family think it's a big standing joke. I want to knock out our existing kitchen wall to make our kitchen more functional and update it. And my husband here thinks that we should wait until eternity before we get that done. I think we should wait. You know, I don't think it's a good time to do it at this point. You know, maybe in the future. Okay. So <laughs> All right. So. Here we have a situation. How much is it going to cost you, by the way? Well, we've been getting a few estimates from some contractors. We need it framed 
and weather tight and the foundation done and that estimate has been about 25,000. But the good news is my husband's a cabinet maker and he can do all the interior and the plumbing and the installation of cabinets, tile work and everything. So we're thinking around 80 to 84,000 by the time we're done. Okay, show me the money. Let's see what you got going for you. This is just for the kitchen, not the kitchen and bathroom. No, kitchen and bath. Bathroom. Oh, kitchen and bath. Because they bath. actually have to build a new foundation and everything. They're expanding Push out. the kitchen out, and then our bathroom will follow on the side of the kitchen. Okay. So roof our bathroom everything. is behind this, it's behind this great yellow stove. <laughs> okay, 84000 Here we go. All right, show me the money. Do you see what you have there? You have $5,100 a month in monthly income. Monthly expenses, $3,600. Oh, I'm loving this, loving this. $1,500 excess, I'm loving this. $27,000 in emergency funds. Okay, that's about in there. But where are you gonna get $85,000? Where's that come from? Well, home equity line. All right. Do you currently like borrow some? Do you some currently more on that? have an approved home equity line that you could write a check for for this? Yes. You do. All right, everybody. A home equity line of credit. Here's the situation. They want to borrow eighty-four thousand dollars from their home. Saving a lot of money. What? We're going to be saving a lot of money since he can do the work. We get so. you want this, girlfriend. We get you want Okay, audience, can Holly and David afford to remodel? Press one for yes, press two for no. The votes are in. Let's take a look at what we said. Yes, 78%, 22% no. What's your verdict? What did you say? I said yes. You did? I did. I said yes. And guess what I said? I, I, you said yes. They are approved. They're approved! Right. However, with a small caveat. Okay. A small caveat. And the reason that I approved them is there was quite a bit extra every month. If they take out a loan, not only will they have to pay that, the $85,000 payment, but remember your property taxes are going to increase, your electricity is going to increase. These are all things all of you have to take into consideration. But even so, I added all of that. I thought your monthly payments would increase by $600 a month. You have absolutely no credit card debt, no car loan debt. They have been so good. And he gets up at 4 o'clock every single morning just so that he can take a shower so then his girls can all have the place. Oh. So. Special shout out. Right? So, so yes, but here's the caveat. I would like to see you have a little bit more emergency money. And you currently only work three days a week. Can you work a little bit more to make some more money so that your husband feels a little bit more secure in doing this? When he feels you're really ready to go, sir, you just need to know that Oprah Winfrey, the audience here, and Miss Susie Orman thinks you should go ahead and do it. You should do it. You should do it. And you know, one of the, other, one of the reasons why, obviously, I thought they could afford to do it with some sacrifices, but also it's going to make her feel so much better. Yeah. The kitchen is the heart of the home. And she, David, it's going to be so great. You're going to love it. And David, just remember. The new cabinets, oh man, it's just going to be fabulous. You're going to love it. OK. Thanks, Holly and David. So what are the questions we need to ask before we buy something? 
If you're about to buy something and you have to put it on your credit card and all you can do is pay the minimum payment on that charge every month, I'm here to tell you, you cannot afford it. Wasn't this interesting? Yeah, interesting. Thanks, everybody. I'm Oprah Winfrey, and you've been listening to The Oprah Winfrey Show, the podcast. If you haven't yet, go to Apple Podcasts and subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. Join me next week for another Oprah Show, the podcast. And I thank you for listening. It's your time. Join global thought leader, executive producer, and New York Times bestselling author T.D. Jakes and today's leading culture shifters for an experience unlike any other. At the 2024 International Leadership Summit, spiritual and business leaders can gain the practical tools they need to maximize their timing for success. With world-class discussions, breakout sessions, and networking opportunities, this is where your dreams turn into reality. Timing is everything, and your time is now. March 21st through 23rd in Dallas, Texas, Register today at thisisils.org. Every day, our world gets a little more connected, but a little further apart. But then there are moments that remind us to be more human. Thank you for calling Amica Insurance. Hey, uh, I was just in an accident. Don't worry, we'll get you taken care of. At Amica, we understand that looking out for each other isn't new or groundbreaking. It's human. Amica. Empathy is our best policy.